Welcome in everybody to another edition of NXT on Tap. I am Scals, joined by Phil and Jax. How's everybody doing tonight? Talking good. I'm doing pretty good. A little chilly. I'm doing pretty good. Damn, Jax, doing pretty solid already tonight. Yeah, doing pretty solid tonight as well. Let's get into it. We got Will and uh, Tommy fighting over here for who was first. Looks like Will beat him out. Tommy getting Will his tonight. And then Will oh. laughing it off. Love it. Uh, good old Will. So, tonight, what a show. Top Absolutely. one, start to finish. Oh, man, what a great episode. Hey, Tom, I, have, I have some inside knowledge about something for once. Ooh. Oh. The gentleman in the breakout tournament with the dreadlocks. I forgot his name. Uh, Keanu Carver? Yes. The one who six, lost? Yes. Six months ago was patting people down at the NXT live show. Just throwing that out there. They always do that. They always have people play security guards and everything else. So, Well, Jax, you say yeah, you have in, inside knowledge there. I got inside knowledge on the guy and the guy for, on the opposite side of that ring. Was that the dude from Chase U? Yeah, Ry- Riley Osborne. He's dating mm-hmm. Blair Davenport right now. Oh, good lucky oh. man. Look, 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 look at Sean. Here's Sean. Is it time for Jax's rant for Sean? It's Sean. Best, best episode ever. <laughs> Sean, if you watch more than one, you, you, ha- you can only say that when you watch a month of NXT consecutively. I mean, to be fair. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Um, to be fair, he is on the West Coast, so I don't believe it is live when it is live for us. Oh, so, he found it tonight, I bet. I I'm bet sure he did. $100 fucking dollars he found that bitch tonight live. So there ain't no excuses for him anymore. Um, Phil, I think this message is for you. Yeah, Phil, cage match. Rumble weekend, baby. We're making it happen. All right. Hey, I, hey look, I said, you know. Maybe it's about time, so you know what? Let's make it official. Let's make it official. <clears throat> oh, so you want so on the app for you, it's live at six p.m. Uh, five p.m. your time, eight p.m. Eastern. I just I don't know how it works over there because I am an Easter boy. So come in the but, center. Um, uh, he answered well. He said yes. So that's funny because Will asked how many times, not if you did. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So let's get into this episode from tonight. What were your key takeaways from this one? My key takeaways from this one is Dragon Lee's run with that NXT North American Championship is about to be fucking fire. Okay, Phil. Um, look, looking at tonight. Tonight was a, I would say a very very solid very solid run for um, NXT. I like I like what they tried to do to make it look like Carmelo. Carmelo suffered the same thing that Trick did, only to find out what happens at the end of the night. Uh, but um, I would I would say as far as that um. Few, few interesting things that happened. Um, 
I mean, Cora Jade's return was great. And you know what? Yeah. I'll 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 say what I say when we get to when we get to the parts we get to. So Will says Dragon Lee is the guy. Yeah. Sean says the mellow stuff is getting good as good as fuck. Um, you... my takeaway from tonight was that you're gonna like this whole mellow thing, it's gonna turn out to be him. And I cannot wait for this clash between Mellow and Trick to happen. Absolutely. And Mellow causes Trick to title at New Year's Evil. Oh, I I agree. And then they have their three match, three match set off, and the blow off one is going to be at Stand and Deliver at WrestleMania. Yep. Yo, like you could tell tonight, Mellow was never attacked. No. Mm-hmm. Because when the when the doctor said, "Oh, you're fine. You're good to go. You're mentally cleared," he looked at him like, "What?" Like, so I am looking forward to seeing how this plays out over the next couple of weeks before we get to New Year's Evil, because it's just going to add layers upon layers upon layers going on. Yeah, it's. NXT has a couple good storylines consistently going, and they're consistently adding to them every week. I still think this uh, Trick versus Mellow is going to be something huge. Like, I'm not saying it's going to exactly happen the way I'm going to say it, but Mellow versus Trick could almost be the next uh, could be the next Gargano versus Ciampa. Could be. Uh, I don't it's know, hard. Trick- it's hard to compare them to because there were two different eras of NXT. It's true, true, but like I, I don't know. Usually, a lot of the be- some of the best feuds happen when when it's with people that you're close friends with. I mean, like again, Champa Gargano, Triple H, and Shawn Michaels. I know that's like comparing WWE and NXT, but still, like a lot of them just happen to be when like. Opposing sides are best friends that are just locked in <laughs> deadly combat. Oh no, we need Mystery Inc. to solve this. Oh, Heel Queen, you crazy for that one. You had a so, Let's get into the actual show tonight. Start off with Cora Jade giving a promo. Does anyone else feel like her promos fall flat? Like she's just not. Do anyone else feel yeah. like her stupid? That's because she's trying to show off her new goods. No, the pants. <laughs> the pants look oh, the, the jeans with the leather underneath? Yeah. God, it's so ridiculous. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Ladies sorry, and gentlemen, buy a mirror before you leave your house, okay? That's just my thing for I'm you. I'm sure there's a lot in the back, too. And I don't know who okay that to go one out. of them. that <laughs> <laughs> much. I liked how they intertwined everybody in that match um, in the opening promo to set up the match for later on. Yeah. You got to see uh, Lyra come out first, then Blair, and then Nikita came back, and then they start rolling, and it was a good open. Good open. Be careful. Sean might get too excited over there, Phil. (laughs) It was was a perfect open to set up for the main event and build it throughout the night with the backstage segments. And then we had the uh, metaphor versus um, 
Metaphor Jensen and Henley. That was, that was a good match. That was a great match. And the way they ended it was was very smart. It was a very smart ending. Allowing Josh Briggs to get the pin. He's the breakout star in that group. He is. I mean, you have one in Fallon Henley, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I said this in our uh, deadline review. Those two were the the two ones that stood out for me in the Iron Survivor matches. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And you had a good match between them tonight. Everybody got to sh- everybody got to show a little bit. Um, Tiffany came out, went after Fallon, but it looks like Fallon handled herself with her. They just went into the back and did that. <laughs> so I liked I liked how they did that. Mm. No, Heel Queen, I don't think so. I don't think Metaphor should have won that one. It's honestly, honestly, with uh, with uh, jo- with Josh Briggs and Fa- but with both Josh and Fallon coming out of something big as the Iron Survivor, like Sal said, they were kind of the breakout stars of the Iron Survivor Challenge, and it proves that those two can hang with some of the with some of the favorite some of the favorites that are in NXT. So I'm completely behind Brooks, Jensen, and Henley winning that match, hands down. And it also added to the fact that it, it's starting another storyline with him now wanting to go for the Heritage Cup. Exactly. Exactly. That Josh Briggs as the Heritage Cup champion. Oh man, that that could really and, that could be different. And I'll say this. Metaphor is not hurt by this loss. No. No. Briggs and them needed this win more than Metaphor did. So Metaphor, this is not going to hurt them at all. It's going to just add on to the stories that they're building, and then we'll see it come to fruition down the line. Because I could definitely see Briggs versus Noam Dar for the Heritage Cup at New Year's Evil. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We just, yeah, all we need to do is just hear less of that. Hello, hello, hello. Yes, it's I, Noam Dar. Like, shut up. <laughs> no one wants to hear your goofy-ass voice. He's actually pretty good on the mic. I enjoy him. He is good. He is good. It's just his accent is so weird, knowing that he's half Scottish, half Israeli. It's like, how does that mix? Um. Next, we have the... Parents. That's how, that's yeah, the birds and the bees. We'll have that conversation yeah. later, though. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, we're not. Is he old that. enough to have that conversation yet? Uh, he might need a permission. Shut to up! <laughs> Shut up, gals. Um, then we had the mellow backstage segment with the doctor, which we touched on already a little bit, and then they announced the NXT breakout tournament content uh, participants. The ones that I wrote down that I felt would be uh, standouts in the tournament was going to be Miles Bourne, Riley Osborne, and Obafemi. Uh, well, Obafemi's the guy from Alabama, right? Yeah. I don't like him. I didn't. Well, of course you don't because he's from Alabama. Yeah, he deserves to lose. <laughs> but I, when I <laughs> picked this down, I didn't realize Oba and Miles Bourne were fighting each other in the first match. They, so that kind of they, eliminated. they had a match on level up, I believe. No, they fought tonight. Oh, shit. Okay. 
They fought right after the right after yeah, they, they announced the first, them. The first announcements. Yeah. Oh, okay. Shit. I must. Did you I, do I, your I, homework? Did I you watch it. NXT? I, I did. Love that game, by the way, Shadow. Shadow says NXT on tap is brought to you by Power Wash Simulator. Power Wash Simulator. The game is so fucking addictive. It is it. You pl- what do you play it on? You have PS Five. You have Xbox. It was in Game Pass, so I downloaded it and played it for like a month straight. It was. That's when I bought Game Pass for the month, and I played it on my PC. And then, because I had a free month of it, and then I didn't renew it. Now, now it was free on PlayStation, so I downloaded it on PlayStation. (laughs) Um, I like how they did this. Yeah. How after they announce it, they're showing them all off. Here comes Lexus King, and he takes out one of the guys. He takes out Trey Bearhill. That was going to be my pick, too. <laughs> so I was I like, think, this guy doesn't look like he's going to win shit. No, exactly. <laughs> like, it was, like, he looks like he was just there to for the, re- for the reason of what happened. And it was great because Lexus King needed to be in this breakout tournament. Facts. Yeah. Isn't it the winner get like a guaranteed title shot or something? Yep. Point or something? Yeah. Like yep. would, I mean, that that's what happened with Lola. That's what happened with Lola Vice. Lola Vice won her, the tournament. She now has a contract that guarantees her a championship match of her choosing. And it's, title. No, it doesn't say that. Oh, she can go for any title? And that's what people are speculating right now is it allows uh, her to go for any of the women's titles. Oh, that's that throws a whole wrench in the thing, then. Yeah, I don't know if it actually says NXT Women's Championship on it or not, but people are speculating that there's a chance that she can cash it in for something else. Oh, which would be dumb because she'd lose immediately to Rio yeah, or whoever, EO. Whoever's standing tall, right? Yeah, or they give her the Carlito treatment and give her a title her first night, like uh, Paige. Yeah. They've done they've done crazier things. Kevin Owens. Yeah. Owens, Paige, Santino. That was, <laughs> that was still great. I remember seeing that. Like, who the hell is this guy coming into the ring from the stands? Fuck. <laughs> What's your name? Santino Varela. <laughs> After that, that was a good match. Um, Obafemi versus Miles Bourne. I was surprised that Miles even got any action in because Obafemi just looks like a beast. Yeah, I was like, shocked though that that um that comparison like that being a first match was very. I thought that would have been like the semifinals match to get into yeah. the finals. Yeah. And then after that, we had Dragon Lee come out and do an open challenge for his NXT North American Championship. In mm-hmm. honor of Wesley, who did the um, open challenges before, Dragon Lee came out, and we had Tyler Bate answer the call. And man, was this a match. Fuck, I hope they run it back Friday. <laughs> <laughs> this match was amazing. It was. It was really good. Dragon Lee is going to keep building this title up from where Wesley did to Dominic and now him. I'm excited to see what comes from this, especially if he keeps doing 
the open challenges week in, week out. Because they said already we already have for next week one of the members of No Quarter Comedy Club. That's the name of the thing? The quarterback club? No, yeah. no, no <laughs> quarter. Yeah, no quarter combat club. So, like, basically, no, like, no. Like no quarter basically means like no pri- like no prisoners taken or you know, right. So one so, yeah. of those four will be facing Dragon Lee Fort. I think it's going to be Damon Camp. Yeah. Oh my god! Oh man, not Damon. That's who I think it's going to be. Unless they well, do I mean, with unless they do with uh, Drew Gulak. Drew Gulak would be Drew Gulak would be would be a close second for me. Hear me out. Mm-hmm. How many members of them are there? There's four of them. Four. Yeah, you can write the next month of TV with all four of these guys. Every the next four open challenges could be a different member leading up to Drew Gulak going. Y'all can't get the job done. I will, and he doesn't. But you could literally you write go, the next four weeks of TV. Yeah, so you could literally have all one, all four two. of them go like one week at a time, and have each of them just go. If they would have started that this week, would have made sense because then the the fourth one would have been at New Year's Evil. Yeah. Yo. But I could definitely see them doing that. That would actually be pretty cool. I don't think Dragon Lee's dropping this until Wesley comes back. Oh, I don't think it's going to be that far. Because Wesley's out. How, how long is Wesley's, it going to Like eight to 12 months? Yeah. We've yeah. Seen crazier things. We have seen crazier things, but with Dragon Lee being called up to the main roster. But I'm carrying them both. Fuck it. Dominic yeah. did. Dom just did. You're right. It went from Raw. Now it's on SmackDown. It's getting TV time. Okay. We got to talk about the craziness that happened tonight in NXT. Oh, boy. This Jack and Eddie Thorpe match. First, hey. off, first off, where did Jack get busted open? I want to say it was when he ran into when he got ran. Was it with the steel the stairs? Was it but, the steel stairs? I want to say it was the steel stairs, but like I feel like he hit the opposite side of his head instead. I don't know what happened where he started leaking. And it definitely was not from when what happened next in the ring, because he was already bleeding before that. I don't know when he cut his fucking head open. Yeah, that was a pretty bad cut, too. And then when he freaking just drove Eddie Thorpe into that ring corner. That was brutal. The clasp legit broke mm. on the back end of it. I don't know if that was planned or whatnot, but how could they have planned that specific to happen that way and not have to worry about anything happening the rest of the night before that. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't know. I think the way he did it, it might have unhooked it, and he just went with it at that point. Yeah. Like, I don't know if it unhooked it or if it actually – because it looked like it broke. Where at the – Yeah, literally, the whole turnbuckle got ta- – like, from what I understood from what Vic was saying on an, on the announcement – I think the turnbuckle came cleanly right off, and then he, he just grabbed it and he just started like whacking him with it. And I'm just like, dude, this ain't whack a mole. 
I'm I'm just really curious as to how it happened because the way that it looked like on the bracket itself, like it looked like the bracket cracked. Yeah. But I did I did like what he did where he actually took off the turnbuckle then and started beating him with it. Because it's going to add another layer into this feud between the two of them. Yes, it is. But what was your guys' thoughts on this? I wasn't expecting the turnbuckle to break. (laughs) I wanted an actual match. (laughs) Jesus. Like, yeah. Come on, on, fam. I wanted to see them beat the shit out of each other. I don't know if it was planned or not. So it's like, it's hard to know if this was the intent. Well, if it wasn't the intent, they went fucking, they, they put, they pulled it off amazingly. Yeah. And I still, I still am curious as to how he busted his head open. Cause that was a pretty big gash. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that was just, that just made my night with that show though. Cause like that added that little intrigue, gave them a little bit different, um, aspect of the show something we really haven't seen lately with nxt that almost gave it like a old black and gold feel with something like that happening yeah what's going on jaybird over on tiktok how are we doing tonight what's going on um next we had the chase you segment well no first we had oh no no, next was Chase Chase U, that's right. Yep. And then Andre Chase is talking. He was asking him how they did at the bake sale last week. They got, the they made $66. They how was the car sit car wash? They made $245. And um what's his name? I can't think my my went blank right now. Scripts. No, that not yet. The other one. The one oh. uh, Hey Sammy. Hey Sammy, how are you doing tonight? What up, Sammy? The one that's actually actually in Chase, Chase U. Oh, uh, Duke Hudson. Duke Duke Hudson. He was like, "Well, that's a quarter of a quarter of a quarter of a quarter of what we need." <laughs> it's like, it's he's like, "Not stop learning about the negativity. We need to figure out more ways to do this." They're talking about it. Um, JC and Thea bring up the fact that. Riley Osborne has a match. They want to go watch it. Chase lets them go. And then in comes Scripts with a metal briefcase and has a proposition for him. I have a proposition I'd like to make. It's what? It's drugs. It's drugs? Like, I'll be making me a mule. Like, I want something like PG. Like, give me something like sketchy. Pure uncut cocaine. <laughs> I'm just curious to see where it's going to go because they keep adding a little bit layers into this. And I'm curious as to, one, how he's actually going to pay off what he owes and who he owes it to yeah. and what they're going to make him do it. Because I really think that the what he owes and that whole aspect of it is to the to the Don and the family. Because you, every time you see something, you're always seeing Angela in the background, watching them. 
I could see that. And I feel like it's they're doing they're doing this to where she's standing there watching him so he doesn't slip up and say something. Yeah. Mm. That's my thoughts on that part. Um but then after that we had the match with uh Riley Osborne and what was his name? Uh 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 Riley Osborne and Keanu Carver. <clears throat> this was a pretty quick match. You had some good aspects of it. Um the chase U section was actually pretty decent. They were back lively, they weren't sulking tonight. So that was good to see that crowd area back instead of being kind of dead and empty. Yo. Um, it looked like Riley Osborne was done for. And then all of a sudden he made this comeback and ended up getting the pin over him with a, <laughs> with a beautiful shooting star press. Shooting star press. Dude. Yo, yo, Scals. James I know. Was- I saw it just as I was talking about him. Jamie has to be like – those Off little comments. Born. Off <laughs> born. Yeah, except he didn't slip on a top rope like Evan Bourne did when he first went to AEW. So not Matt Seidel. No. <laughs> not Matt Seidel. Same person. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought it was a great shooting star press into a good finish. Oh, you yeah, Jamie like said he it was, was impressed. A- I agree. I really liked it too. Like you could, you could tell it, it was a very, uh, you know, it, it's a, it's a common theme. You've got the guy that's more, that's more about brute strength and power. Whereas you had Riley, who's more of the a- athlete, athletic, uh, he's more of the athletic, uh, quick, um, you know, high flyer. High flyer. There you go. You know, <laughs> I was I was impressed. Just had what's in what's in the water at the PC? These kids are something else. Yeah, these kids that are coming out. That's why they're going for athletes now. That's why they do need NIL contracts within WWE because they want to have the pure athlete and then train them the WWE way, as opposed to bringing in indie wrestlers and having to retrain them on what WWE wants as a po- instead of the indie way. They're bringing in. Actual college football players and, and oh, like Roman Greek wrestlers, but they're also sprinkling that that little bit of already know what they're doing talent, like with Brian Pillman and with mm-hmm. Dragon Lee. Yeah, and they're making those mean more. Yeah, like they're making those guys the ones that actually have the talent already. They're making them stand out above the other ones. And that's what you're going to have with Lexus King being in the breakout tournament. But this kid, like, yeah, like Jamie said, off-brand Evan Bourne. I mean, you really haven't seen a good shooting star press besides Evan Bourne, except for Billy Kidman. Billy Kidman has the best in the world. And this kid's was pretty good tonight. Yeah. Billy Kidman almost, like, like glided through the air, like. Yeah, his was like almost slow motion, the way that he did it. I remember him from WCW. Yeah. Um, so he won the match. After the match, you have JC and Thea in the background. Um, 
Thea's a little love struck with him. She's trying to talk to him. She's stuttering her words, everything else. No, Riz. She was like, and then Jason, after he leaves, Jason comes over and she's like, well, how did I do? She goes, it could have been better. <laughs> and then, of course, you've got Keanu and Izzy walking in on the whole thing. Which sets up a match for next week. Keanu and Izzy yeah. versus uh, JC and Thea. Yeah, what's crazy? sister. What? Is that Tiffany Stratton's sister? Is they it? look alike. I don't know. They look alike. I don't know. You know what? <laughs> I'm looking this up now. <laughs> well, I know I you mean, said <laughs> it's the same gimmick. It might as well be sisters. It's a blonde girl with Prissy. I'm telling you, Scott, they, don't know how to, they can't come up with only other gimmicks. Okay, so let me see. So Izzy Dame's real name is Frankie Streffling. Okay, cool. I don't really know if they're sisters. Like, I was making fun of her gimmick. I know you are. Yeah, yeah they're not sisters. Yeah, I got to know if they are or not. I don't know. Just, just, just fact check. But, um, yeah, that was a good segment. Set up the match for next week. And then we had the main event between Cora Jade, Blair Davenport, and Lara Vakuria and Nikita Lyons. The woman got some time. Like, it was a good segment. Good match. Yeah. A little surprised with the outcome of the match. I did not think that's how it was going to go. But it set up a lot of storylines to be built for the future. And I think they did a good job with this match tonight. They, they, they did. They did. Any thoughts on this match? Um, I don't know. I don't know why, but for some for some reason, I was I was saying that uh, for some reason, I actually had uh, Cora Jade and Blair Davenport winning this one. I don't know how I predicted it, but I'm just like saying I don't know. Like I don't know. There was just something about it that made me say, you know, why do I feel like Cora Jade's gonna pick like you know help. Do something that's going to end up uh, with them winning the match, and then they won the match. And I'm like, oh, shoot, got it right. I think Core Jade shouldn't have got the pin. If anyone was oh. going to pin the champion, it should have been Blair. Fair. That's true. That's fair. If anyone was going to pin the champ tonight, it should have been Blair, and it should have been Nikita trying to break it up. Trying to get her hair, her hands on Blair Davenport, not physically getting her hands on her. Right. If they would have switched positions, I think the matching would have made more sense. It would have fed into more of the storyline going forward. Now you have Core Jade, who can claim that she's pinned the NXT Women's Champion. Mm-hmm. So she's got a, she has a, an argument in the fight. And you already have two other people in that fight. Now you're adding a third. Well, who else? Oh, Tiffany? No, I was going to go with the NXT breakout star because she's always going to be oh, in the true. picture. Until she has, like, to me, she's always going to be in the picture somehow until that contract's been taken care of. Yeah, that makes sense. I definitely could have seen it gone that way. That I mean, it was, a, it was a well put together match. 
Yeah, they all got the, they got time to shine. Um, Corey Jade got a little work back in after being out for four months. Yeah. So that was pretty. That was pretty good. I'm I'm curious to see what what goes on with Corey Jade. I'm. I, I hope her um, her designer gets her glasses fixed next week. No, come out <laughs> looking like she's wearing a raincoat with shorts over them. Hey Nate, what's going on? Nate, um, Nikita Lyon looks strong for her first match back. Because, I mean, she's a boxing ninja. Oh yeah, yo, like, uh, like that, that, uh, what was it? That white robe she kind of came in with too. That was, I'm like, whoa, okay. She, yeah, like she's her, like she's a boxing ninja to me, which is, I'm okay with it. But you made your champion look a little weak tonight, which I don't agree with. Yeah, that's the one. That was the one downfall with it. That's why I was surprised that they actually had them win. As opposed to, um, I figured Nikita would get the pin, and I figured they would have it do it on Jade. But yeah. it's hard because they got two returns. You have Jade just being returned, and you have Blair Davenport who just won the Iron Survivor Challenge. <laughs> yeah. So you're not going to have her take the pin. So, and you're not going to have. The new girl take the, the returning girls take the pin, so it makes sense that the champ did. But it should have been just a little bit of a different way. Yeah. Maybe some sort of interference type that caused them to be. I mean, they did. They kind of did with the crazy What's girl. What 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 is her name again? Tatum Paxley. Tatum Paxley. She's nuts. I don't know what they've done with her in like the past few weeks, but yeah, she's become a stalker. Her and Joe Gacy are crazy. <laughs> Joe Gacy, that was pretty funny. Like Joe Gacy up, just being behind that forklift is like, hey, two Joes. He pops out of nowhere every week, too. <laughs> he just shows up. It was like, oh, hey, it's Joe. Like, I give him his props. But, yeah, other than that, the match was pretty decent. Um, I enjoyed it. And then we went into the main event segment because it wasn't a match. The match already happened. Yeah, This is where Trick came out and got to talk about his victory at uh, Deadline Win the Iron Survivor Challenge. He he said he wasn't going to crack on his opponents because they they all showed up. They were great. It was a good match. Everything else. And then Ilya comes out. Yeah. Ilya actually nice to the nine being a champion. Yeah. Ilya even got even told he even said whoop that trick. I'm like oh shit. And he got the crowd to say it. Showed up what trick was he gave him props for impressing him improving himself since the last time they fought really put trick over he put trick over in the promo it was great and then you have mellow come out uh, he's not a very good actor 
with this fake ass limp. <laughs> fake ass. Not a very good actor at all. And it to me, Mellow coming out to start ruined the segment. Cause I felt it was so good with Ilya and Trick and Mellow just like was not needed. I totally forgot Melo even like because until he came out, I was like, well, maybe they're not going to bring him out this week. And then he comes out during this segment. I'm thinking that's fucking weird. You're taking like the spot from like trick. And that's the whole thing with Melo. His ego won't let him allow trick to be the one that's in in the spotlight. And I've said this for the last couple weeks now. It's becoming blatantly obvious how jealous Mello is of Trick and his success and how quick he got it. Yeah. And it's all going to come to fruition when he's going to cost Trick his championship match at New Year's Evil. And then we're going to have the greatest four-month feud between those two. Three-month feud, because it'll be from January to April. And then we'll yeah. see and then we'll see Mello on the main roster. Anything you want to add about the last segment, Phil? Uh about about the last segment. It was just so interesting how how like how Mello was really trying to convince, trying to convince everybody that for some reason Ilya is the guy that 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 was the attacker, and yet <laughs> this the sound of shock in Ilya's voice was just so crazy. It's just like what? I'm just like wow. It's like wow. He real like. Like Mello is really willing to go to like the lowest of lows just just to try to prove to Trick that like I'm not the bad guy in this situation. Like, like look at who has everything to gain and nothing to lose from a from from a from somebody facing him at New Year's Evil. It's Ilya, and he's just like, like dude, you're out of your mind. Like, what would? Ilya gain from taking them both out. Not a damn thing. Not Ilya is a fucking firehouse champion. He the his matches, it doesn't matter if they're on pay-per-view or if they're on a Tuesday night. That he just sells it so well. He's such a damn good champion. And I'm glad we're getting a witnesses run. Oh, yeah. He had a great <laughs> run. Like, I watched NXT UK when he was the champion. And I think he's on a better run. This, this so far, this short run is a better run than when he held the NXT UK championship. Yeah, I, I, didn't, watch, I didn't watch that too much because it was on Thursdays afternoon and – was working and I never went back and watched it. It's he had a damn good run, but he did let go of the title tonight. So I'm not saying he's not fully in the clear. 
So let's talk about that. Let's talk about uh, Mello trying to grab this head off from him. Yeah, you're letting it go, and Mello clocking Trick Wames with it. Makes Mello look a little. It makes Dragonoff look a little suspicious. Very sketchy. But what about when Ilya was reaching down to grab Trick up and then he moved his hand and focused more on Ilya and left Trick laying on the ground? Yeah. Because he is Trick went to reach for him and Melo took his hand away. And he was focused on Ilya. So you can see Trick's starting to see that Melo's only focused on the t- on a championship. He doesn't care about him. All these little clues that they're doing. It's so good. It's very... I like it. I like these little tad bits they put into it. That really shows the detail and storytelling. And Shawn Michaels is amazing at it. But... Is there anything else we want to touch on tonight before we head on out? Hmm. No, but I am going Lexus King to win the whole breakout tournament. I think the final is going to be Lexus King versus uh, Obafemi. Oh, that would be good. That would be good. I could definitely see that. Because Lexus King is on the same side as Riley Osborne. Yeah. So that's going to be the semifinals to get to the finals. Oh, that's gonna be a damn good match too. That'll be that'll be the because it's it's what four on each side. Yeah, four. On so next, so you're gonna have the two other matches next week, and then the week after that, you'll have the other two matches, and you'll have the final at New Year's Evil. Yeah. Oh, there is one thing I wanted to touch on. Sure. Fightful tweeted it out a little bit ago, and I want to give my condolences to Jade Carhill. Um. Her mother just passed away. Oh, shit. Wait, what happened again, Jax? Jade Carhill's mother has passed away. Oh, I'm sorry about that. God damn. So, I just want to give my condolences to her. Yeah, uh-huh. definitely. All of our condolences from here at um, off the top sending out to Jade. That's That's tough. That's horrible. I'll have to uh, that's tough. You said it was t- it was from Fightful itself. It was. I'm trying to refine the actual. I was flipping through Twitter while when we went on, and they um. It's going to take me forever to find it now that I've mentioned it. You know that, right? Uh-huh. Always happens yeah. that way. It's on Twitter. Someone All right, we'll have to find it. it. But man, that's rough if that if that's actually true. Yeah. And the and the guy who played the cop in on, uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine and Homicide Life on a Street, Andre Brauger. Yeah. That was. That's sad. That I he up, he was good. I grew up watching him. I. Homicide Life on the Street was one of my favorite shows as a kid. That was one thing we always looked forward to. I also heard that uh, what was his name? He was on. Uh, he was a Titans player who was on. Um, 
Uh, TNA um, was Kyle. Kyle. Uh, Kyle. What's his name? I forget what it his was name like was. Wild Chick or something. Yeah, he passed away. Yeah, um, I'm like, dude. At the young, I think he was only 51. That was rough. Yeah, like, I like I saw I saw the match he was in. It was like at TNA. He teamed up with uh, freaking uh, Jerry Lynn. Wrestling News has reported it. E Wrestling News: Jade Carhill's mother's passed away. I'll put the All link right. in the private. I'll have to look into that because that's it's only being reported by them right now. I don't see anything anywhere else, so we'll take we'll we'll look into it. But if it is true, our condolences go out to her. Wrestle Talk covered it also. All right. Anything else you guys want to uh, touch on? No, I think we touched on everything tonight. All right, Phil, where can we find you? All righty then. So if you all definitely enjoyed NXT and you definitely enjoyed watching this beautiful face talk about NXT, well, you're in luck because I'm available all over the social medias. Check me out on Facebook, Twitter, or X. Elon Musk, come up with a fucking name already. Uh, Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, and Twitch. Under under the name that you see right down here, Phil the Future. Um, you can catch me occasionally on Thursdays at Rivet City Radio for the bunch Boss Bitch Trivia Hour. And of course, I'm always right here with my guys at NXT on tap. Jax? Oh, I'm everywhere and I'm anywhere and everywhere. You can find me here every Tuesday for NXT on tap. And after the first of the year, coming back strong with sorry for the interruption. Find me every Sunday and Tuesday on Rivet City Radio for Botch Botch and Chair Shots and Nerdy News at 420. Anywhere else you want to get some information about me, just check me out on Twitter at Jacksbo2020. I am Scouse. You can find me here on Off the Top on both Twitch and YouTube, as well as Off the Top Media underscore on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. On Thursday at, I believe it's 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Rivet City Radio, you have Boss Bitch Trivia. Following that, 10 p.m. right back here on Off the Top Media, you have another career retrospective. This one's going to be on the man of three faces, Mick Foley. And then Friday night, F FNR, Friday Night Review, back here on Off the Top. And then on Saturday, um, normally on Saturdays, but we're doing them. I think we're going to be doing them going forward on Sundays. Uh, Ringside Chatter. Hope everybody has a great evening, and we'll see you all soon. Later.